back, everyone, to another week of the PA High School Football Report podcast. I'm Nebby Asaiz here, joined by my sports editor at Penn Live, Brian Linder. Brian, how you doing this week? Man, I'm all jacked up on the Mountain Dew. I'm ready to go. Fired up. Absolutely, absolutely. Actually, it's green tea, man. Oh, yeah? It's green tea. I've been chugging green tea. It's healthy for you, man. Antioxidants, you know? Yeah, I hear good things about green tea, man. I'm over here drinking my, my gallon of water a day, just trying to get that clear skin and stay healthy. <laughs> Hey, that's good, man. Keep the system cleaned out. It's healthy for you. Help you lose weight. You know. Stuff. You know. I The green tea, man, I, I, I don't drink it with uh, sugar or anything, man. It's got a little bit of natural caffeine in it. Yeah. You know, try to do a little bit more of that in coffee. You know, people don't know. I think uh, that's what journalists live on these days is like caffeine and coffee and stuff. So, you know, I've, 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 uh, I'm a caffeine aficionado. Yeah. I love it, Nebby. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny because you mentioned a few times different brands of good caffeine drinks for me to get on. But I'm not a caffeine guy. I'm, I'm, I'm a natural high type of guy. You know, I'm on my water, my orange juice, that type of stuff. But this week we have a pretty big week here. We're going to be talking about some of the top recruits out of the mm-hmm. class of 2024. I know we're gearing up for the 2023 season, but I mean. Talk to me, Brian. I mean, who are, who are some of these guys we're going to get into and sort of give you know our audience and our guests a preview of what we'll be talking about here? Well, we just released our 2024 rankings, uh, our updated rankings there, Nebby. So we're going to get into those a little bit this week. But, you know, there's also a little bit of other news I wanted to mention, you know, before we get started. First of all, well, actually, just really one big news note from around the state. I don't know if you saw, but Samaj Bridgman, the linebacker who was at he started his career at Bishop McDevitt, Wincote. Um, then he went over to Archbishop Wood last year mm-hmm. uh, when that Bishop McDevitt shut down. One of the top recruits in the state announced on Twitter last week, I believe, that he is transferring to Emotep. Oh, wow. And he's already on their huddle page. And Emotep is a loaded team. Yeah. And, and and adding him, I mean, he, for people who don't know, I mean, he's like 6'2", 6'3", 225, 230 pounds, can really run, can really hit. And that just makes that MOTEP team a little bit scarier, man. Um, and, and, you know, they were in the state championship game this year. I think every year they're kind of contenders, Nebby. And, you know, I you know I don't know what all the situations are, you know, with, with the transfer rules and how it may apply to him and why he's transferred to MOTEP. But if they got him and, and have him next year in the postseason, you know, that's just another weapon for them on the defensive side. Yeah, absolutely. And like like you mentioned, you know, Bishop McDevitt is one of those top schools in the state, right? Certainly one of the top mm-hmm. schools in the Mid-Pen Conference. But you have teams like Emotep in the Philadelphia area that are stacked and loaded, right? Well, the McDevitt, he started that was actually the other McDevitt. Okay. The Wincote McDevitt. And right. they shut down. And that, that was a talented team. And, and, you know, they made the playoffs. And I think they lost a, I want to say they lost to Southern Columbia their, their final year of existence. And then last year, a lot of those kids actually transferred over to Archbishop Wood. Samaj was one of those guys, and now it looks like he's going to finish out. He'll be a senior. He's in a 23 class. Looks like he's going to finish out there. So that's that's a significant development, you know, on that front. But um, we're not here today to talk about just the 2023 guys, but I wanted to note that because that is so big around the state. But our 2024 rankings come out, Nebby. You want to dive in? You ready to, to get into some of these guys real quick, man? Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to dig into these guys. You know, the class of 2024 has a lot of exciting athletes. Well, the first thing I wanted to say, I just wanted to preface this real quick. You know, if you're a 2024 guy and you're listening to this or, you know, you got a son or a player who's in the 2024 class, there's a lot of, a lot of opportunity still here. I mean, these kids have two more years to grow. And just for perspective, Nebby, our 2021 and 2022 senior list 
were somewhere around 400 players who we, you know, we believe they're on that list. They could play at some level of college football. Mm -hmm. This updated right now, 2024 list is at 60 players. Mm -hmm. There were a few other players who we think can play college football, just not quite sure where they fit into the puzzle right now. Mm -hmm. And I will say, you know, it's, it's going to be really interesting with this class because right now it's looking like, you know, at the top, there's some really good players here, but overall this class does not necessarily have the depth right now that those other classes have shown. Mm -hmm. I don't know why that is. And, you know, again, Two years from now, we might have 30 or 40 kids who've grown three or four inches and, you know, added 20 or 30 pounds. But at this point right now, the 2024 class does not have the depth that the 2023 class has, the 2022 or 2021. What does that say for an athlete? You know, if you're out there, you're not on this list, there's opportunity here. You know, if you go lift those weights, if you keep working, there's plenty of opportunity here to get your name known in this class. Teams need players. They're always going to need players. You should keep that in mind when we talk about these guys. But the top of this class right now is looking pretty special. So right. you're, let's dive into it a little bit. Yeah, let's dive into it. I mean, at the top of this list here, you know, we got Quentin Martin out of Bell Vernon. He's listed as an athlete because he's so interchangeable, versatile. We got a 6'3", 180-pound kid. Give us the Martin file, Brian. So, you know, we did list him as an athlete. He plays running back for them. Um, you know, he's kind of a, he'll be a tall kind of running back. Mm -hmm. You know, 6'3". Um, he is a really, really interesting guy. He can run. He can play some safety. Probably is going to be big enough to play some linebacker if they move him over to defense. You know, what he can do on offense, he averaged more than 10 yards a carry for Bell Burnham. He's a really explosive guy. It's going to be fun to see where teams actually place him at the next level. But he's a nationally ranked guy outside of Penn Life, too. You know, a lot of the national services mm -hmm. like him. So he's going to be a fun guy to watch and see where teams put him on their board and where he ends up in school. Absolutely. He was just shy of a thousand rushing yards, you know, as a sophomore that season. But he also caught a, a couple passes, too. I think it was 10, 460 plus yards. But he's definitely an exciting player to keep an eye on. Um, up next, we have Tysir Denmark, who we've spoken about a few times on this podcast here, a wide receiver out of Roman Catholic High School. Give us the drop on Denmark. Yeah, Tysir has kind of long been our number one mm -hmm. uh, ranked player in this class. He's, he's number two right now. Um, I really like him, Nevy. He's really sudden. He has good feet. He can get in and out of the breaks. He's got uh, some explosivesness to him. He, we talked to him. He's, a, he's got a good head on his shoulders. Mm -hmm. I think it's a little Marvin Harris in this. You know, they're sort of similar build. I think Marvin was like six foot 185 or so uh, when he was in the pros, and, and Tyser is at like a 5'11", 180 right now. Roman Catholic kid again. Uh, a lot of big schools on him, and I think he has just tremendous upside. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, and I agree, Brian. Let's switch things over a little bit to the to the defensive side here, but we're still going to be in the Philadelphia area. We got Deshaun Dotson, who's a defensive end out of Newman Gretti High School, standing at 6'5", 260 pounds. I mean, this kid is the real deal. I mean, give us the drop on Dotson. So he was a guy who really going into last season wasn't on our radar that much. Mm -hmm. And and then, uh, you know, you see 6'5", you see 260, that jumps off the page right mm -hmm. away. This kid uh, could end up a defensive end. He's so athletic. That we put them at defensive end. A lot of times in high school, you see kids that size, that big. You're thinking they're going inside unless they're on offense. And, you know, and then maybe you're thinking offensive tackle. You know, some kids that size might go to guard. Uh, Deshaun Dotson, he may end up being an offensive tackle because he's so dang athletic and he's long and he does play offensive tackle for them and he's good at it. Mm -hmm. But when you, when you turn on the film, you watch him on defense, 
this big kid who can overpower guys. He you know uses his hands pretty well, but he can really, really move. And I always like that. You see that explosiveness when a guy beats that blocker in front of him and there's that gap between him and the football. Right. And they close it, you know, in the blink of an eye. Right. It's, it's this type of explosion that's just different. You see it from elite guys where they can close that gap between them and the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, Micah, he's not even on the same level now. But right. I remember they said, uh, you know, Micah Parsons, who we saw in the NFL game this year, they were talking about him and, and how he surprised the quarterback. I forgot what game it was I was watching, but, you know, it was just him and the quarterback. He's like eight yards away. I think it was Justin Herbert. Micah closed that space in the blink of an eye, and they just said, you know, that the guy never, you know, he didn't expect it. And you could see that he didn't expect it. He was shocked. Deshaun Dawson's got a little bit of that about him at 6'5", 260 which is a little rare, and that's why I think he's going to end up on the defensive line. He's a guy who I think is going to be a big-time riser across the net. I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people don't consider him the number one player in our class before we're all said and done next year. Yeah, you know, watching his film that you, you know, included in this list when you dropped it for Live, he's a get-it-done type of guy. You know, he, he does it all. He shows flashes of that playmaking ability and closing that gap, like you mentioned. We're going to stay here a bit on the dark side and move forward on our list. We got Anthony Specker out of Central Catholic High School. He's a linebacker, 6'3", 225-pounder. Big guy. He's no slouch. I mean, talk to me about him. I think he's a guy, I believe, uh, D. Brown, when we had him on here for two tenths, kind of mm-hmm. talked about Anthony a little bit. He's kind of uh, always kind of been on the, you know, since he's come into high school, everybody's been like, well, look out for this kid. Look out for this kid. And you could see the frame was there. He's always been 6'2", 6'3", since he's been in high school. But as you watch the progression on film, uh, he is becoming a more explosive player. He's long, he's athletic, he's big, he's physical, and he's another guy, too, that can go sideline to sideline or come downhill. He can close that gap again, uh, and I think he's got a chance to be a really special linebacker. Yeah, and I, I feel like, you know, based on what I see here in his profile, he he's a student athlete, like the student comes first, right? He excels in the classroom as well, which makes great for his recruiting profile. But he also had 70 tackles, so very productive, big sophomore season for him and probably two more years of good football left to watch. Um, up next, we have Emilio, Gar- Emilio Agard, who we talked about a few times in this podcast, St. Joseph's Prep cornerback, six foot, 170 pound guy. Talk to me about him. He's one of two guys, Nebby, who are committed to play in All-American games mm-hmm. uh, already in 2024. There may be one or two other of these guys that I've missed, but Emilio is committed to the Adidas 2024 All-American game. Tassir is committed to the 2024 Under Armour game. Under Armour. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing about Emilio is six foot 170, St. Joe's prep. He's been playing for probably the best program in the state mm-hmm. against some of the best players, best right. receivers in the state throughout his career and uh the thing about him that makes him really special is just when you line him up over against a guy he gets what i call he gets sticky Mm -hmm. Um, it's very hard for a receiver to get open on him you know you might be bigger than him at six foot 170 but he's he's just a pest he's always going to be there he's always going to be with the guy um so he can be that lockdown type of cover corner and i that's what teams love about him i think yeah, after watching his film as well, you know, he has good hips, he's light on his feet, and he's very, you know, his his reaction time is on it, you know, in a split second. So definitely one of the top corners to look out for. Moving on down the list, Brown, we got Cooper Cousins out of McDowell, um, 6'6", 310 pounds. Talk to me about him. So he's the, the he, I think he was the first Penn State commit mm-hmm. in the 2024 class. Like you said, you know, 6'6", 310. 
you know, you turn on the film, he kind of plays all over their offensive line. Mm-hmm. That size, uh, you know, with his physicality, his athleticism, uh, a lot of people project- projecting him out to be a offensive tackle. Mm-hmm. You know, just a really good player. You know, we have some really, really – we're about to go through a stretch of big guys right here, Nebby. Mm-hmm. You know, he's kind of the king of them right now, but there's some really good, big offensive tackle types, I think, in this class. Right. And, uh, and and he's definitely, I think, at the top of the board there. Absolutely agree. And the next couple, like you mentioned, are some big guys. We've got, you know, Zach Tomosovic. I hope I didn't butcher his name. Uh, out of Penn Trafford High School. Another tackle, 6'5", 315. we got a couple 300-pound guys on this list. So, I mean, let's get into him. Tomosovic is, like, one of my favorite when I turn on the film. Um, just watching him play. You know, you watch the Penn Trafford won a state championship last year and, uh-huh. you know, watching him push guys through. I think they, they, they beat him up top. Yeah. And, you know, watching him just take guys. I think the first clip of uh, his his highlight film was him just taking a guy. It's actually the second clip is him blocking a guy through the end zone. The first is him on defense tipping a pass himself and taking it to the house like 30 yards. He's huge. He can move and he can maul guys. I really like Tomasovich. I don't think a lot of people have him ranked yet. I don't know how he's kind of flown under the radar a little bit, but I think he is a heck of a player who who probably should warrant more attention. Yeah, that part in his film where you mentioned he takes a guy to the end zone reminds me of the scene of the movie The Blind Side where Michael Orr takes the guy all the way to the fence in the back of the end zone and oh. drops him off at the bus. But I mean... You know, that's just how physical he is, you know, and he's still someone who's growing, adjusting to his height and has more strength he can add in the next two years. Up next, moving on down the list, we got Peter Jones out of Malvern Prep, another tackle, 6'5", 295 guy, almost 300 pounder. Let's let's get into him. Let's dig in. Three, you know, three massive guys in a row right here. Right. He's another one, just super talented. Different people may have these guys, Cousins, Tomasovich, Jones at different levels on their board. Uh, Jones definitely probably has more offers right now than Tomasovich. Uh, really good player. He's powerful. He's big. You know, he checks all the boxes. Um, so he's another guy. And Malvern Prep, those guys out there, I think they do a good job turning out some some good prospects. So um, Peter Jones is another guy. You know, go turn on the film if you want to see a big guy who can play some football. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're going to bring it down the weight scale a little bit now here and get into some more maneuverable type of guys. We got David Washington Jr. out of St. Joe's Prep, a receiver. Six foot, 185 pounder. Let's talk about him. David Washington Jr. is a guy who, you know, we said again that St. Joe's Preps had some really good receivers come through right. across the past two years. He's a guy who really started to emerge last year. I saw him out, uh, Ed O'Brien. Shout out to Ed. Uh, really good dude. He runs the All-State Prep camps. It was actually one day I wasn't able to attend out at Palmyra, um, but he had some film. And Ed does a good job of posting film. Uh, and just watching David get in and out of his cuts and run at that camp, even though he wasn't in pads, you could tell he was so fluid, so natural. And that's really kind of put him on our radar. And then, you know, he had a really good year last year, caught 49 passes, helped him get to the state championship. I think, you know, he's another guy, you know, I, I love Tassir Denmark, uh, but he may, you know, be in that conversation too for best wide receiver by the end of next season. Yeah, make no mistake about it. That's, you know, without a doubt. I mean, you mentioned he caught 49 passes, but to have 600 plus receiving yards as a sophomore. I mean, that's a story to tell when your career is all said and done. You know, up next, we got a, a local guy, a mid-pen conference guy, and Andrew Irby Jr., the son of his father, football coach Andrew Irby. He's still high, uh, guard, tackle, 6'4", 290-pounder. Let's talk about Irby. 
Uh, Andrew Irby Jr. has probably been the hottest uh, recruit uh, over the last month in the mid-pin conference. Mm-hmm. He's, like I say, 6'4", 290. He can play defense. He can play guard. Uh, he said that there's teams who are looking at him at defensive tackle. Where we had him ranked most of his career so far, we, we switched him over. We haven't ranked a guard now after we watched the film from last season a little more. He said there are teams that are talking to him at guard, too. He's up to eight offers right now, but I think just over the last month, you know, some teams that have got on that list include like Louisville, Temple, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Duke, Nebraska, West Virginia. Um, so he, you know, he's got some good offers. He moves really well. He's a big kid. And, uh, you know, I think he's going to be a guard now. That's my guess. Wouldn't surprise to see me on defense, too. But probably the hottest recruit in the mid-panel across last month, Nevy. Agreed, Brian. And, you know, Andrew's one of those kids who puts in that work in the offseason as well and the transcends. Um, I also just saw a recent tweet from his uh, about a couple hours ago today. I see that he's a top 300 recruit in the nation for the class of 2024. So to be ranked in the top 300 speaks volumes of the, the work ethic he has as well. And moving on down the list here, we got Pine Richland's Ryan Corey, another guard, 6'4", 290. Let's talk about Corey. A lot of big guys. So we move from the tackles to the guards. Ryan Corey is there another guy who's emerged. He's gotten on college radars. He's very sort of similar to uh, Irby, I think. You know, same size. Mm-hmm. Another guy who's powerful, can move a little bit. Pine Richland has really turned out, maybe some of the top offensive linemen in the state probably since I've been in Pennsylvania, which is like six years now. So I really like Ryan Corey, and he's really starting to, to gain some some momentum. Yeah, and like you mentioned, Pine Richland has definitely rose to the top here in, you know, local Central PA talk of football. Up next, we got another Emotep standout, Jasir Whittington, who we talked about a few times on this podcast, a defensive tackle, 6'2", 280-pounder. Let's talk about him. So a funny story about Jasir Whittington is when we do these rankings, we try to project kids out to where we think they'll end up in college. Right. and when I did the project, the first 2024 projections, which was last year, uh, he hit me up and he's like, hey, I'm a linebacker. And I was like, yeah, you are. And, you know, but I think you may end up at defensive tackle in college. Because uh-huh. uh-huh. at the time, he was probably a 240-pound linebacker. Well, now he's a six foot two, 280-pound defensive tackle. And, uh, you know, he always hits me up and I always tell him, talk to Coach Johnson. Coach Woodland, those guys out at Emotep, mm. don't talk to me. I always tell all these athletes that, Nebby, talk to your coach. They see you every day, and, and I don't want to, you know, I'm not in a position to give you advice over them. Mm-hmm. But he he seems pretty invested in his future and, and what's going on with him. And, again, he's six, 200, six foot two, 280 pounds now, and he still kind of runs around a little bit like a linebacker. Uh-huh. So he can move, and I like those big, powerful guys who can move, and he's one of them. Yeah, he's definitely a, a moving force, a strong force on Emotep's secondary. So definitely, you know, two more exciting years to get out of him, and he, he definitely will put on for that program. Up next, we have Alakippa's Cameron Lindsay, a linebacker, 6'2", 193-pound guy. Let's talk about Lindsay. Uh, Cameron Lindsay's higher on a lot of people's boards than he is mine. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean I don't think he's a heck of a player. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, when I was looking at everything, where we slotted them in. Mm-hmm. You know, he is a heck of an athlete. A little bit of an explosive athleticism to him. And you know, if you watch that four-way title game, he's the guy who picked all Stone Saunders and took it to the house for them. 6'2", 193, like you said. Checks a lot of boxes, you know, with a hard-nosed Aliquippa team. I think he's in. He's going to have a big year coming up, I think, this year. Absolutely. And Lindsey's not the only person from Aliquippa to make it on, the, on this list. We got his teammate Brandon Banks, who plays corner, and he's six foot, 165 pounds. Let's talk about Banks a bit. 
again, I, I like Brandon Banks a lot. He's very comparable, in my opinion, to Emilio. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe not quite as sticky, but he's pretty darn sticky. He can cover you. Uh, he's an explosive guy. Uh, you know, at four inter- he returned four punts for touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So that just speaks to his his level of explosiveness. So I, I like Brandon Banks a lot. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We got a couple more guys here. We're going to get through Brian and another cornerback in Emotep's Kenny Wosley Jr., a six foot guy, 170, 170 pounder. Another great corner to talk about. Yeah, we had a run on the big guys. Now we have a run on corners. Mm-hmm. Another thing that this class is pretty good at right now, mm-hmm. Kenny Wosley Jr., uh, Emotep's had a super, super talented secondary across the past four or five years, maybe some of the best in the state, probably the best group of defensive backs in the state across the last half decade. Wosley Jr. checks all the boxes. He's got the tools. He's a fluid athlete, six foot 170. He's right there with Banks and, and Agard, in my opinion. Absolutely. We're going to move on to the other side of the ball here real quick, and we're going to talk about Bishop McDevitt's Rico Scott, a wide receiver, six foot 185-pound guy. Let's get into him. Uh, you know, like Rico, man, you know, you know, McDevitt had a ton of weapons last year, mm-hmm. and Rico Scott did enough uh, and showed enough and that run to the four-way state title game, he started getting some some big-time offers and actually rivals, uh, I think, released their top 250 for 2024 just here last two or three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And he made it at number 250. So he actually made the cut. Uh, you know, really nice athlete, has a bunch, a ton of upside. And I think he's in for a big year, too, with some of those receivers that McDevitt has now graduated and, and Stone Saunders and those guys coming back. Absolutely. The class of 23, 24, 25, all big years for McDevitt. I haven't heard too much about 26 just yet, but we'll, we'll definitely see. Moving on up, we got Trey McLeod out of Emotep, another Emotep standout running back 5'10", 190-pounder. I think it's McLeod, maybe McLeod. I don't know. I'm a Southern guy. Uh-huh. Either way, the guy, he's a little compact, five, like I said, 5'10", 190. Powerful lower body. I think he's another guy that averaged over 10 yards per carry. You know, if you're trying to arm tackle this guy, he can run through you. Man, he's got enough speed to get the chunk gains. So he right now is our top running back in the state for the class. 18th guy we got here is Kamir Prescott, Northeast High School out of Philly. Safety, let's talk about him. Kamir Prescott is a guy who a lot of people I know are high on. Uh, He's got some length to him, 6'1", 190. You know, he could be a, he could end up at safety, could end up at linebacker. Some versatility there as, as far as where, you know, he may go, you know, nickel linebacker type. But he's a good athlete and uh, with some high upside. This next guy we're about to talk about, we talked about his brother a bit earlier in this podcast here. But let's move on to Still High's QB, Alex Irby, who's also having another big year this offseason. 6'4", 25-pound guy. Well, you said it. he's got in the frame. Uh, he's a smart kid. He's known for almost 6,000 yards across two years, mm-hmm. more than 70 touchdowns. He's won a state title. He's won two district titles. The tools are there. He's got a good arm. There's some refinement that he'll tell you. He talked about that. He's still working on. Most sophomores are still working on refining things. But the tools are there. So he's a high upside guy, and it's going to be fun to watch. Our top quarterback right now in the state. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the most interesting things about Alex is his understanding of the game, right? I mean, someone who won a state title as a freshman, uh, two district titles, he's just always hungry for more. And he's definitely a student of the game, which is something you can gauge after speaking with him. I think the last guy here on this list we're going to talk about today, Brian, is another QB out of Gateway High School. And that's Brad Birch, 6'2", 180 pounder. Yeah, so, you know, Alex was more of your 
prototypical pocket guy. Mm-hmm. Brad Birch is more of a, a little bit of like a Bo Perbula mm-hmm. who uh, signed with Penn State. He's 6'2", like I said, he can run a little bit. Probably doesn't run as good or as much as Bo did, but he's pretty darn good running the ball. Right. Throws a nice ball. 2,800 yards, 32 touchdowns as a sophomore. You know, his freshman year, he was a Jeanette. And he really he helped them make it to the state title game where they lost to Steel High, but he didn't play in that game because he was hurt. Right. So he's another really high upside guy closing out our top 20 in our 24 rankings. So. Yeah, Brian, we, we ran through a good list here. Definitely a lot of top guys in the state of Pennsylvania to look out for in that class of 2024. I mean, moving forward, we're going to continue to provide you all with the the best coverage in this offseason, some of the top guys in the class of 23, 24, so on and so forth. I mean, Brian, anything else you want to add? There's a lot of other guys, you know, who who made this list, Nebby. Again, the 24 class, there's a lot of opportunity if you're trying to make it. But there's some guys who are good football players. You know, like Samaj Jones put up some numbers for St. Joe's Preps. We have them at 24. We have some other kids I don't think people have heard a lot about, like, you know, we, we put Majon Rose on there from Woodland Hills. He's 6'6", 292, played defensive line for them. Mm-hmm. I think he's probably going to end up as an offensive tackle just because of the way he moves. Mm-hmm. David Pele Pele from Hempfield is a kid who I thought was really good on film. Mm-hmm. 6'3", Some big guys in this class, you know. Right. Uh, yeah, I want to say, you know, Noah Ro- Rosahak, uh, Roshak, mm-hmm. sorry, from Jim Thorpe, 6'5", 250, really athletic. He had 80 tackles playing defensive line. I talked to his coach. They really like him out there, Nebby. They think he's going to probably end up as an offensive tackle even though he's on defense. Mm-hmm. Ron Howard, 6'7", 300. The big guys in this class, uh, Giovanni Cooley, 6'6", 270. You got to see Isaiah Brown out of an Armstrong, 6'2", 200-pound receiver. He's got some guns on him. I saw him, you know, he was, he went on a, you know, if he listens to this, I saw you, Isaiah. He went on a um, recruiting visit. and He had some guns on him, man, and, and he could even end up at linebacker at that size, but He's a big receiver. So there's a lot of guys, I think, here. Hunter Aquino, Academy of the New Church, 6'5", 200-pound, tight end. He really split out and played receiver for them, Nevy. Mm-hmm. They're a very small school. He's a lacrosse guy. He may not even end up playing football. But if you look at it and you say, all right, what if he was 6'5", 230? Because, you know, you watch this kid on film pick up a kickoff and carry it like 90 yards, and he, he runs like a deer. So there's a lot of high, high upside guys. So this could could end up being a way more deeper class than we're, we're, we're thinking. Right. It could be in a very exciting class. So it's going to be really intriguing, I think, over the next two years to see how all these kids develop. And said so we ended up with 300 or 400 kids, almost 400 kids over the last two or three senior classes ranked. So they're coming. They're going to, they're going to come now, but they're going to emerge. So we're going to, we're going to find some more guys, but right now it's going to be a fun thing to watch. Absolutely. And for all of you at home listening or in the car ride to the gym, tuning into this podcast, again, that's just a few guys of the top 60 in the class of 2024 and the list that we just ran through. Thank you for tuning in. Continue to come to PennLive.com, subscribing to all of our exclusive content, and be sure to get the latest coverage on all the sports from Brian's Twitter handle at SportsByBLender, and you can follow me at underscore Nebby underscore on Twitter. Until next time, folks, take care. <laughs>